Welcome back to the Wauta Podcast. This is our first mini-sode, which is a mini-episode. Uh, we decided this because of circumstance and not of choice, because a lot of people are currently doing their theory of knowledge presentations, which are compulsory presentations you have to make in the subject of theory of knowledge, which is essentially just philosophy and stuff like that. So, welcome back to Wauta. Uh, what are we talking about podcast? I'll be your host today, Dika. Uh, full name Hendika, but you just copy Dika. Um, today's minisode will be much shorter than a normal programmed episodes, which are one hour long. These minisodes will be at most 30 minutes long. So it'll be a nice snippet and more refreshing experience because we'll be talking about something way more casual, nothing heavy, philosophical, or deep. All right, please introduce yourselves. Uh, Brian? My name is Brian. Okay, Nathan? Yeah, my name is Nathaniel, but um, as usual, you can call me Nathan. And Radian. Well, I'm just another regular here. Uh, my name is Radian, and yeah, you just can refer me by my first name, Radian. All right, grand. That's introductions out of the way. Um, this week's podcast, Minnesota, will be about games and recreation because... Uh, recreation because we're doing a Minnesota and it's going to be much more casual and much shorter. So might as well talk about something that we all know, love, and uh, that's much more casual and less philosophical in nature. All right. So let's start out the podcast. Anything you guys want to talk about in particular in the beginning, or do you want me to start out? I think you can start out. I don't have any in mind. All right, Grant. All right. I wanted to ask you guys, because this is a very, this is something that we can all relate to, as I'm sure, because we all play video games. And it's that video games have become uh, stale recently. I don't know if you guys would agree, but... Uh, no, I, I kind of disagree 100%. 100%. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse stale? me? Like fine stale? <laughs> stale means like, I don't know, boring, getting kind of boring, boring getting kind of like... unentertaining, oh, I... you know? I don't play up to up to date games. I play mostly play old like Rainbow Six Siege or, or online That's, game. <laughs> I guess you can call that old now. Christ, I feel like an old man saying that. Same we here. All like, we all feel like boomers, the one brand. It's like four that. years old now. <laughs> oh my god, it's four years old. Four years okay. old. Yeah, Rainbow Six is four years old. Casual reminder oh, wow. that the first Frozen movie came out in two thousand thirteen. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't when I heard I that, I, that, when I heard that, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> That's how. Oh wait, wait, you know, it released in 2015. Oh, 15, not 13. Wait, what? I thought it was 13. I thought it was 13. I remember it for what? For what? Google check of it. Frozen one. For what? Oh, Frozen one, 2013. Yeah, see. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I feel old. All right, let's go back to video games. <laughs> <laughs> creation. Currently, what are you guys playing? Come on, what are you guys playing? Just in general, if anything. Uh, I play. I'll go Minecraft. first. I'll go first. I'll, I I play Rainbow Six all day. Um, Watch Dog Two and Star Wars: The Fallen Order. Currently, and currently, Darling Do Eternal. Yeah. Oh, all right. Quite a host of games. What about you, Nathan? Um, I'm, I play Minecraft, but besides Minecraft, I also play some other games. Um, okay, I think you're all gonna. Develop a list for R. <laughs> no, no, I, just, just by the next, just by the next game. 
Uh-huh. So just like the next game, y'all are gonna y'all are gonna slaughter me. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. What is it? I've, I've experienced I've experienced uh-huh. firsthand abuse from EA. You know FIFA Mobile. What? Yeah. What? FIFA Mobile. I've experienced FIFA Mobile. Pico FIFA. Mobile. What? FIFA. 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 Oh, FIFA. FIFA. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, about yeah. It. You know how grinding in World of Tanks is like so annoying. Like makes you salty as hell. Yeah. yeah. In FIFA, yeah. It doesn't matter how hard you grind because it's just like how do you say this? Yeah. Um, your squad can be as strong as it's as it can, but FIFA matchmaking really loves it to put you against teams that are 10 to 20 ranks higher than you. Ready? Oh, you yeah. better be thankful to Zoom for not including a record chat feature. <laughs> Dear audience, please do not ask or inquire anything about what I just commented upon or what they're laughing about, like children. <laughs> hey, 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 we're all children. We're all children. So. We're all childins here, indeed. Child- Mein yeah. Kinder Freund. Okay, ready? And what games have you been playing aside from uh, Honkai? Not Honkai. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, Whoa! I swore. Uh, it's casual. I don't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aside yeah. from Haram, Haram. Genshin, Genshin Impact and Genshin Emergency Impact. Food Simulator, I still haven't played the game and yeah. I refuse to. <laughs> okay, he's I been mean, silenced. Uh, okay, uh, <laughs> I've been silenced by my own mom. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, Loving the sassy oh, comments sorry. here. Um, as- <laughs> sorry for the sidetrack. Yeah, but it's uh, what you call it? And well, Genshin Impact's one of them. I sometimes I play Rainbow Six with Brian. Sometimes just to come back to Easy Carry. It's uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, among me. <laughs> it's mostly uh. This is mostly R- uh, RPG games or MMORPGs. Anything multiplayer, really. Yeah, it's weird. I think I've also been getting into a weird resurgence into RPG games as well. I don't typically play MMORPGs or the like. I despise that type of gameplay where you grind for seven days to get this one object that will become completely useless in the next seven days. Um, but I've been playing... Yeah, I mean- I've been playing a game that's the successor to an older game I played when I was even younger. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like an old man saying that. Uh, it's uh, Adventure Quest 3D. I've been playing that quite a bit, despite it being a very niche game for a niche audience. I love it just because the story is stupid, and the whole shtick, the whole shtick of the game is that it's not serious at all. The only reason you play as a hero is because death forgot his key to hell. That's the basis of the game, and it's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, but aside from that, I've just been playing, um, I don't know, games that interest my, that pique my interest, specifically in history, maybe, like Mortal. I've been playing quite a bit of that recently. I've also been playing Gary's Mod, but I'm not going to go further into that because that's literally a rabbit hole that you will get sucked into. Okay. <laughs> oh, bro, don't you have Crusader Kings 3 as well? Oh yeah, I've been playing that as well. Uh, it's a fun game, but I've been taking a break because the UI, although it's beautiful, there's just too much to read. It's like opening a novel, <laughs> except you have to keep your you have to keep your eyes on all of the text at all times for like three hours straight. It's not very fun. Can't take a break either. Nice, like zero light spacing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, if you take off your fuck, if you t- oh, almost where I going? If you took off your eyes from the game for like half a second you'll be declared war on by a small lord or a small like 
I don't know, peasant that's somehow, you know, allied with the king of all of Scandinavia. <laughs> the next second <laughs> yeah. you get your sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's stupid. I don't know. Like sometimes my air, I have obvious, okay, I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm dedicated to this. When I'm playing Crusaders Kings 3, when you're in court or when you're part of the royal family, you'd expect your successor to be someone closely related to you and someone that's directly descendant of you, right? Or directly related, similar to that. Mayhap. Okay. I created a king. I, I play it as a king. And I had several sons, all of which were very capable people. And my next in line, because apparently monarchs have democracy elections for next in line successors. I didn't know this. <laughs> the next in line was my useless, was my useless cousin who had literally the exact opposite traits of my king and would not be able to rule my country. I was so pissed and I couldn't do anything about it because I don't have intrigue and I can't assassinate him. Okay, tangent over. <laughs> what? Back to general. Okay, Brian, <laughs> I can't be bothered to explain everything about court politics. Or okay, okay, okay. Incest. Yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's but, fine, yeah. it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, uh, let's head back to let's, the Let's go back topic. to the first question you asked, yep. actually. Have you guys been kind of being into stale? Yeah, that one. Uh, what do you I, I think you. I think... How to say it? I think I'm the only one who disagrees, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know, actually, because I never... I'm really up to date with current game, only Cyberpunk 2087. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm really looking forward to. Sure, let's, have, let's have our take on each. But sorry, what name? Yeah. Yeah, personally, like, I don't know if you agree, but you know, like, uh, those classic FPS games called the Battlefield? Mm-hmm. Like, they've been hit yeah. real hard, like, mid uh, 2010s, you know? I mean, Battlefield, I don't think it's recovered yet. And Call of Duty, it's only been, like, this uh, end of last year, right? With the release of Modern Warfare. Only yeah, they're they're this year they're basically. releasing, I think this year and next year, they're releasing Black Ops. Yeah, but like even then, like I don't know. It's like I just feel like the gaming industry now, like it's not as focused like on giving fun games for people. You know? it's, yeah, it's definitely. Just, like, I know exactly what you mean. It's become. Oh yeah. The issue with gaming, in my opinion, is that it's become more. It's become a part of the market than it is uh, a field of entertainment. If you get what I mean, it's become yeah, more exactly. about the product than it is about the, you know, the end experience. And I felt that way about, How about uh, wait, games. Have you think about like the genre of the game? Because I feel like this year, and specifically the previous year, it's famous to have a battle royale game, and yeah, I think it's nah. been going on. Yeah, battle oh, yeah, royale nah, has been like... the craze, and it still is for some god knows reason. I never got into it, and for good reason. I hate PvP. It's just not my type of game, except for Borderlands, mean... but that's an exception. But, yeah. I mean, kind of depends because it's like how they say it. How I would define stale for me is kind of like if there was a sudden stop in like in a how to say not exactly innovation but rather something new or unique, right? And I think it also kind of depends on how we perceive it or like what games we kind of like what news we actually get attached to. You know what I mean? Because for example, uh, I don't like me and Brian. I think I could say the same for myself as well. Is that I don't really play up to date games. Matter of fact. I don't, think I, don't do, the, I don't even have the. I don't think any of us do. Yeah, actually, but how do I say it? When when you get when you listen to news from time to time, like sure, uh, what you call it? 
there might always be a year, like an annual release of Call of Duty Battlefield or like those battle royale games. But I don't think they like they exactly paint the entire gaming industry, you know. So some aspects I think might be overblown, you know, in publicity, yeah. and I think that's partly uh, why we kind of think that it's kind of stale. But if you kind of look a bit deeper into more indie games, you know, or something that's a bit out of the unusual, like in this case for me, JRPGs, then it's getting a like a rising surge in uh, attention, you know, and that's something. I want to I want to throw my two cents in here about the gaming industry as a whole. I feel like if we looked back and tried to categorize the origins of our famous franchises, you know, the original Call of Duty, the original Battlefields, the original Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed, and the Prince of Persia series, if we looked back and categorized it with modern views, it, you know what I find depressing? They would most likely be categorized as indie. Because indie games nowadays are less associated with like you know, solo or like small team devs and more about, you know, uniqueness, uniquity. And it has to do more with, you know, how how do you say this? Making something different in a very oversaturated market, right? Like Call of Duty at the time was just another shooter, but despite it, it was made by a very unknown team, you know? They broke off from the very popular Medal of Honor series team. So they could be categorized as an indie team. And I feel like the gaming industry got famous for the, because of the development uh, mindset of the indie teams, you know? Like that, that development for the sake of uh, uniqueness and for the sake of having fun. Because nowadays, games are just money-making machines, aren't they, right? I mean, you've seen the blunder of the Battlefront yeah, 2 they- release where... You had to unlock characters through loot boxes, which put you at a massive disadvantage, which at some, I believed caused a ban of loot boxes, started a surge of it in Europe and especially in Belgium. Um, oh, yeah, didn't, yeah, they did pass that. Yeah. They did, yeah. Or at least and they it, had to disclose. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. It saddens me that the gaming industry has become, how do you say this? Um, it's become desensitized i guess or no it's become very uh easily swayed like one act of kindness from a really greedy company can suddenly get people's opinions back on their side you know like for example well, um, i mean for example ea they stopped the loot boxes system you can't buy in-game credits anymore you can't buy in-game keys or loot boxes anymore and people immediately forgave them right but then they didn't look at the fact that EA were still making FIFA games, making them more expensive, despite being the exact same game every year. Yeah, and then they also released Sims. Have you heard of The Sims 4? Catastrophe. Everybody has oh, been I asking for been the most the basic of uh, features. There, were, there are some features from The Sims 3, which is over 10 years old now, I believe, that are still not in Sims 4. And those that are, you have to pay for that cost as much as the game. I believe there's over $500 worth of DLC now for The Sims 4 alone. And they just released another one recently. Oh my god. Yikes. Oh, like Yikes. Yeah. That sounds horrible. It's, I don't play that type of game often, if at all. But it's... I, I feel like the gaming industry and the gaming companies, you know, I, they've lost the, the, the proper drive that makes video games so special, you know? 
games like the originals of the Assassin's Creed series, for example, had amazing story, you know, groundbreaking features. Yeah. And then games like, for example, Assassin's Creed Unity, which were plagued with bugs at launch, people just started screaming at it from the surface, right? They didn't even play the game or buy it. They just looked at videos thrashing it and they immediately got hooked on that opinion. Like it was, I don't know, some sort of a virus or something like that. that it's sort of like a conformity mind. thing. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. If you actually, yeah, because if you, if you actually played the game, you know, like I, I, back then I did play the game and I watched like, you know, like being the, bro, being the broke person I was back then, I could only watch it on YouTube. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I watched the story, you know, behind all those different bugs, behind all those imperfections, you actually see a beautifully structured game, you know, like the story yeah, that's exactly. probably one of the best in the entire Assassin's Creed series, but it's just been plagued, you know, of course, by some bugs. But it's, apart from yeah, that, yeah, yeah what, what were you going to say? No, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but basically, like, you know, like, I feel like that's also one of the issues of, like, today's community, like, we tend to make judgments on games like too quickly or yeah. too generally only because we've heard opinions like, okay, um, <clears throat> quick show of hands, who's heard about The Last of Us 3? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think everyone. I think everyone. No, 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 don't bring, please don't bring this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, <laughs> it's such I a pain in the... What happened to Joel, uh... But, you know, like, apart from that, I'd say like the gameplay is still decent overall. And I mean, like, as yeah, much as it sucks, as much as it sucks, like I think we need to learn to look at things not only on the surface, but we we shouldn't judge things directly just based on what people think or like what we've seen as a whole. Because I know you you might miss out on certain. I, I'm not saying The Last of Us Two is fun, but you know. Yeah, no, I get what you mean because it's like how do I say it? But again, it also kind of depends on what you really find in games, you know. Like we kind of like just from our title alone, we actually group games and recreation into one, right? But what what an individual really finds in it is also differing. Like how they say. Well, actually, yeah, that's a good point. I want to ask you guys a question. What do you guys play games for? I know a lot of people just answer fun, but what really? You don't play a game just for fun, do you? You have other motives. I like the adrenaline. I like the adrenaline rush that game gave me. Like do exactly or. Or when, like, in a situation in Rainbow Six, like a one v five situation, it's like it yeah. feels so real. Yeah. Like you don't want to mess like, up. Yeah, you like but, intensity, exactly. right? You like that, like blood pumping, thrilling action that you can't oh, get yeah. in real life. Oh yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, and like I don't know if you guys agree with this one, but it sounds childish. But I'm pretty sure every gamer here, including us, you know, like we want to kind of escape reality a bit, and like we just want to experience, like what the characters in game are going through and it's like Definitely. you just want to detach yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. and just put yourself in their shoes i think that's the reason why games are most fun you know? like yeah like brian said was it yeah, the, the care for something other than just yourself you know yeah, yeah. or something that you can really sympathize with a lot mm-hmm. that's I've, I've seen people compare games nowadays with good stories to you know like interactable movies right in a good way in a light positive way but I'd say that that's not the only thing, you know. Some games with amazing stories aren't just interactable movies because there's an element to it, to the interactability. When I play a game with a good story and I, keep, and I want to keep engaging with the story, listening to it, I play it not because I want to hear the story per se, but because I want to feel like I've earned the right to know what goes on, you know. 
I feel like oh, yeah. by by going through the challenges of the game, by going through you know the combat or maybe the puzzles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I feel like I've become how do you say this worthy of hearing the story in a way, and I feel you know satisfied and uh, rewarded with good storytelling or even bad storytelling for that matter. Because like I I kind of have differing perspectives on it. It's like. I don't think it's a case of how, like how worthy you are. like maybe it works for you. That's case, a bad but word, me, like, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, use, sorry for like the poor uh, wording. Yeah. Wait, can I ask yeah. you something? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. You play a video game just because you're afraid to do something, to to do that thing in your life. For example, oh, like oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I get you. Mirror's Age because you're afraid to do parkour, right? Yeah. And Mirror's Age allows you to do that from video game. I wouldn't say afraid. I wouldn't say afraid. I've not. I I mostly play video games to do things that I would want to do in real life, but can't. You know, like. What do you mean can't? Is it because can't? Of... Maybe because of the COVID lockdown, or maybe because I just don't oh. uh, don't have opportunities to do it. You know. Oh, I've played yeah. games like, you know, military games. Uh, not literally military games, but more like you know. Um, role playing games, stuff like that. I've even <laughs> I've even oh, picked mean, up like, like Fishing Planet. Games like that, I don't know why, but it's it's those things that are connected with reality that in video games that I feel are uh, the most connecting to me because I feel like I could do those things, you know? I could go outside and actually do those things and uh, doing it in a video game makes it much more comforting for me, you know? Uh, yeah, but it's also like a nice, sometimes it's like a nice blend of not how they say it because by that, way of how you described it it kind of sounds like you want to immerse yourself in realism but matter mm-hmm. of fact uh, not all of us really seek realism or we don't actually need constant like reminder of realism that like we can how do you yeah. say it, be super involved you know yeah because it's like how they say it oh go on go on yeah no because it's like how you say it it's like i uh because if we define it like that Right, like I can have immense fun by playing a MMORPG or a JRPG, despite the fact that I can't summon minions, I can't summon fire, uh, <laughs> I can do all of this stuff, right? But it's it's a it's a nice blend of creative imagination, right? Like the, what uh, what you fantasize, but also being grounded not too far from reality. You know that oh, in this JRPG, you have like stamina, right? You have to take into account what food you need to have before you set up a fight. Or like it doesn't have to be a literal one-to-one uh, copy of daily lives, but at least some elements of it. It's very refreshing. It's a nice, unique blend. Yeah, I get it. I wanted to point out that you know how some people are very keen on immersiveness in a game. You know how a game manages to immerse oh, yeah, you in its yeah. environment. Yeah, I find it quite ironic that people want to immerse themselves in something that uh, they find as an escape from reality. You know. They want to believe in this non-reality so much that they can actually escape real reality. And it's yeah, that form. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you guys this. All right, every, uh, how about this? Everyone in this, uh, everyone in this recording, say one word that you think describes video games that isn't fun or entertaining. And uh, after, all, after all of us have said our words, then we can comment on it, okay? Uh, go and based on the uh, name list earlier I said uh, for the introductions. I'll start with myself. I'd say the one word I use, I, w- I would use to describe video games would be comforting. What about you, Brian? I'm not sure about mine. 
Uh, wait, just let me just. One can, can you skip mine first and okay. pr- proceed to. Yeah. yeah sure. Brilliant. Um, captivating, mm-hmm. Okay. And nothing? I'd say um, something similar to yours, a comforting, but in more of the sense of like accompanying, you know, like I feel like. Like for example, if we can't meet our friends like because of something, like if we're forced to stay at home, stuff like that, like it just uh, it's just there as an accompanying agent, you know, like something that mm, I I yeah. guess like not to replace your friends, of course, but you know, like when you can't contact them temporarily, mm-hmm. it's there to comfort you for a bit. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Brian, do you have your word yet? Oh yeah, I do. Go on. Uh, my word is experience. It just feels like um, I'm afraid to. I nearly, I'm nearly afraid to do anything in real life. For example, yeah. like diving. Uh, I'm afraid of height and and things like that. And I guess like video game really helped me to experience it. You know. Yeah, it's a very unique thing, isn't it? Video games because it allows you to experience things you never would have experienced. It allows you to go outside of your comfort zone without taking any risks. And I'm so, I'm not saying that's a good thing necessarily. You know. But to experience things without going out of your comfort zone is probably the most relaxing thing, you know, that we could do. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask you guys, like, um, regarding that, like, you know, not not going out of our comfort zone. Cause, you know, like, video games have a reset button, right? It has a checkpoint and stuff like that. I feel yeah. like that checkpoint is what gives the comfort. You know? It's like That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. The restart yeah, like, <laughs> button, the reload button is exactly what we all, all of us humans want, isn't it? Yeah, because, you know, like sometimes we make, we make dumb decisions. Let's be honest. Like we've all made that one decision that we've regretted once in our lives. Right? And just being able to have that restart in games, you know, I feel like that's one reason why people, people are so immersed in games. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a very, it's a very strange concept, isn't it? It's very human to want to go back and do things differently. You know, we all want to do that. Maybe this one memory you want to get rid of or this one conversation you wished you could have lasted longer or some things you regretted saying or regretted not saying. But I'd say that's the biggest difference between our experiences and video game experiences is that, you know, we can't go back on ours. Our experiences are as they are. You can't change them. You can't think about changing them. But in video games, the experience is changing, isn't it? That's the whole point yeah. of video games, to change it's also, things. That's also kind of where I, how to say, that's like one of the defining lines that can kind of separate between games and what we actually experience in real life, you know? Because when you think of, like, at least from my perspective, yeah, from how I see it, when you think of reload, uh, resets, reloads, checkpoints, loading systems, right? You think of optimization, you know? Like in many games, like even if it's just a casual game, I think it's almost natural for us to like, if we do a mistake, we often reload or reset, you know, from the last checkpoint mm-hmm. and you redo it, but learning from your mistakes, right? And it's also mm-hmm. why I find to be the reason why some people can like absolutely be like pro gamer at certain games, right? But at other things in life, they might not have, how do I say, they might not call themselves pro at those things as well, even though they have like aptitude for being a genius and something you know? and I think mainly for games a lot of people regardless of age can actually be good at games you know simply because of that one feature of reset 
as yeah. compared to like academics, you know, it's like most all tests has the resets as a matter of fact, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's yeah. that. Um, what was I gonna say? Something about experiences. It's that. Oh, here's the difference. Um, the difference between our experiences and video game experiences, I'd say, that separates the type of experiences that they are, is that in video games you can learn much easier. In real life, in order to learn something the hard way, you'd have to go through some sort of hardship or pain, right? Or yeah. just something yeah, that's discomforting. Yeah, exactly. If you want to learn not to be too trustworthy or, you know, to be able to differentiate between what's good and bad, you have to experience the worst of the worst, right? You need to go yep. through that sort of trauma. But in video games, there's no real consequence, but it still teaches you the same lesson, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's I, I why yeah. that's why video games are overlooked as a... I don't want to become like those people that say that video games should be in school, but video games are in a, like a very uniquely modern way of learning things. I'm not saying learning math or learning science, but learning about being, you know, a person in society because video games are very much tied to society, right? In many games, you'll experience stories of betrayal, stories of uh, the underdog or the stories of risings, right? Through the ranks from zero to hero. Like, for example... In some games where you get backstabbed, you connect with the character and you become much less easy to manipulate in real life in some cases, right? You take exactly. with you experiences that you, you would have never had from a story from some random dev team in the middle of nowhere. Who knows, you know? It's a very beautiful type of experience that I don't think could have happened in any other generation or any other medium. Films can't. Films might be able to do it, but you won't have that interactivity or that connection as much as video games do. Yeah, precisely because, yeah, like like everyone's mentioned here, it's like I feel like <clears throat> there's like a negative connotation today towards video games. You know, it's like you you experience you're experiencing bad things, etc. But that's like very generalizing. Like only only a, a, a small amount of games actually like show excessive gore, violence, inappropriate content, etc. But as we can all agree here, for example, like Assassin's Creed. Okay, let's be honest here. How many of us have actually learned something new in history due to Assassin's Creed? Oh, yeah. Not just I, history. I, Everyone, I think. Really not yeah, I agree to this. Yeah. I agree yeah. to Nathan. I mean, like, because I'm young back then and I'm dumb, basically, I only learned about history. But life lesson, I nearly didn't learn anything until I replaced Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster. And how yeah. the main character go through hardship and how you know how his friend betray him like my yeah. god his experience you know I'd say video games are the new way of experiencing these hardships right because nowadays most people in the advanced or uh, developed world don't have to worry about such hardships as betrayal or you know struggling to survive but video games bring us back to reality ground us back to earth because they tell stories of people who have gone through those hardships you know People I like in Assassin's enough, yeah. Creed, Ezio, who had his family destroyed, who has his reputation destroyed, who had everything about him destroyed, and yet he still became the legend, you know, that he is. He still honed his skills. He still became uh, friends with a lot of those who are, you know, <laughs> even though it's fictional, you can still feel a connection, right? You can still feel that, like, life lesson that kind of just teaches you. I, I don't know how to word <laughs> this properly, but, yeah, you get the idea. Is that 
video games have become the new way to experience hardships. And I'm not saying that they're comparable to actual hardships. I'm sure that surviving and having to think about what you can do for the next day to survive is definitely harder than playing a video game and sitting your ass off. But to those in the developed world, those like if they don't experience those hardships, if, even in the form of video games, and they become like lesser people, you know, they become like those spoiled brats who never learn to be, uh, who never learn humility or who never learn to respect, you know, hard work itself. That's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And because even if you play the most casual of video games, you work for it, right? You work for every experience. You, you have to move. That, yeah. You have to solve puzzles. You have to kill these bosses and enemies in order to progress the story or level up. Those are the new hardships. And those hardships are the new substitute for the labor that our ancestors did hundreds or thousands of years ago, you know? Where our ancestors had to learn by force and by pain and by torture of the things that were uh, experiencing or, you know, valuable in life lessons, we learn it because we have stories from the past, you know? We have stories from the past. We're able to create our own stories of hardship. And in, normally, film and stories don't do anything to us. But because video games add an extra level of interactability, it becomes more human, you know? Weirdly enough, you feel more connected to video games because you have input into it. And so, therefore, you learn more from it. Yeah, couldn't agree more than that, no? <laughs> yeah, it's a very heavy subject. Despite the lighter, actually, no, suddenly it became a heavy subject. Yeah, it became very philosophical. But we all, I'm, I'm sure that we could all say we have, we've had fun talking about it. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh definitely. We've yeah. all been touched by it. You know? Especially after I, I did the TOK before, and I'm like, oh, I think I messed up everything. Yeah. And this yeah. now, talking to you, it feels like you know, chill. Even yeah, though I messed exactly. up a lot, I somehow yeah. don't remind, remember of that thing. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right, I think we should end it there. The meeting time is about to be over, so I'll just close it here. Thanks for listening to the Minnesota. Uh, that's been it. Uh, we might use this topic again, or might not. Who knows, depending on how I feel about it or how the management team feel about it, including me. But aside from that, thanks for listening to the mini episode. Uh, do you guys have any closing remarks or anything like that before we close off? Tune in to the next episode. I'm joking, though. share like and subscribe (laughs) (laughs) yeah expect another episode next week Friday or Saturday depending on how lazy I am in editing which includes cutting out bloopers or etc etc alright thanks for listening in I'll see you next week we'll see you next week hopefully